Good morning, good morning. It's 7 a.m. Tuesday, which means it's time for a brand new episode of Pipe and a Chat. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Pipe and a Chat. Uh, this week, we are talking about all of the jobs which I have worked. There are so many, I can't even count. Um, so this is going to be a bit of a story time episode. I hope you enjoy it. And let's hop into it. So, I have worked numerous jobs. My first job, I guess that we could call it, um, was I guess like babysitting. I feel like a lot of people have kind of done like babysitting, especially a lot of like teenage girls. It's a very convenient job, babysit the kids in your street and all that kind of stuff. So, I did a lot of babysitting as early as like 11 years old. Um, still do babysit occasionally for like select families um, just as like a bit of like kind of pocket money I guess basically describe it that's always been really fun like I, I love working with kids that's why I want to become a teacher so for me it's like it's great because I already knew a lot of the families before through school like there were kids that were like quite a few years younger than me in primary school like and I was looking at them when I was in high school so you know I already knew a lot of the families and um, so yeah it was really it was awesome and it was always like within like a like 1.5 kilometer radius of my house so that was even better um so yeah so that was kind of like my first job there really wasn't anything exciting that kind of happened in babysitting until I kind of got older um recently I've been looking after some kids that are like pretty cool you know I've, for the past few months I've twice I've, I've looked after a group of four boys they're not all siblings there's two sets of two boys that are siblings um and that's like crazy because and they're all under the age of eight, by the way, too. So I've had four boys under the age of eight. Like, you can just imagine, like, it's, like, hectic. Um, but that's, like, always so fun. And, like, the kids are really good. Like, all the kids I really look after are pretty good. I did nanny for quite a bit of time there. Like, I was nannying, like, three, four days a week, um, which is pretty good. Like, I'd pick up the kid from school. I'd take him home. I'd do his homework with him. I'd give him a snack. I'd spend, you know, three to four hours with him. And his mum would come home. Or some days I'd take him to swimming and all that kind of stuff. So that was, like, great fun. Um, so yeah, I, I loved doing that. Um, but now I'm kind of like not really doing it a lot just because it's kind of, I don't know, well, first of all, it's school holidays, so a lot of families are away. And second of all, it kind of like, it was it was a bit hard to fit in with my uni schedule and whatever. So I'm now working a completely different job to nannying. Um, so my second job after nannying, or like whilst I was still nannying, was actually working at a Woolworths. Give me a second, I'm just gonna take a drink of tea here because my mouth is so dry. So, I worked at Woolies. I started working at Woolies when I was 15 because you had to be 15 to work there. And I think I must have quit when I was about 16 or so, like almost 17 probably about 16 and a half so I must have done about 18 months or so working at Woolies in fact it might have even been two years yeah actually I think it was about two years that I worked at Woolies um and that was like interesting basically taught me that like people are absolute a-holes um so yeah like I, I worked at um one in the inner city so very close to where I live which has a very broad demographic. Um, so you have like literally the poorest of poor 
living with the richest of rich. So, like, it was just, like, it's just the weirdest mixes of things. Um, I would do, like, a lot of, like, after-school shifts. Like, I'd, I'd finish school and then I'd... Actually, it was after I finished dancing, I think, too. So, it's like, I was, like, I wasn't dancing, so I was working. Because, um, like, I'd had my knee surgery and stuff. So, yeah, so I... Um, would finish school and normally I'd go straight to work. I'd just like go out the gate, go to your work and like get changed my uniform and then I'd obviously do like um Saturdays and Sundays, normally a lot of Sundays, like kind of doing anywhere between three to like nine hour shifts. Like it would just depend because you had to work a minimum of three hour shifts at Woolies and you had to work like a minimum number of hours a week. Like if you couldn't work a certain amount of hours each week, then like they would literally be saying to you, well, we need to like, discuss whether you're not like you can even like work here anymore like that's like how Woolies works or at least did at that time I'm sure it still works the same way um but that was pretty good like I I worked obviously doing checkouts like I didn't do deli or stuff like that because probably would have sliced off my own hand um that's not even a joke like I was so bad at that kind of stuff so I was doing um checkouts and like um self-service like those people that stand around and like make sure that everything's working and like I might have mostly just changed paper and like deleted things when people actually accidentally scan them twice and because we only had like a lot of self-service um put in like really recently so people in like that area were still getting it used to like self-serve and now actually I went down there like probably like four months ago and like it's completely self-service now like there's literally only like two three counters and they're like the tobacco slash refund ones so like they got rid of so many staff members which sucks like you know there's like a lot of people that are losing jobs um so yeah so I worked there I worked mainly with people actually like there weren't many Aussies that worked there they were mainly from um like Nepal and Bangladesh and they were like all so lovely Obviously, I had times in there, like, I clashed, like, I butted heads with people. Part of that one is because I was a 15-year-old acting like a 30-year-old. Um, two was just because, like, I was just, like, like that so much. Like, I'd get into so many conflicts wherever I worked. Uh, well, at Woolies. Um, just because, like, I just thought that everyone was idiots. And, like, I still, to, the, to this day, like, sometimes maintain that some of the people I worked with were absolute, like idiots like I mean it's just kind of part and parcel of working in a place like that but like yeah yeah so anyway so that was like that um and people obviously don't really take kindly to being told what to do fair enough I wouldn't either um particularly by someone who's younger than them and they've only been working there for like half the time or like they've been working there for five years and they've been I've been working there for five months whatever uh but the fun times that I had down at like Woolies was with the customers. I had one time, um, cause like obviously there'd be like a lot of theft. So one time a customer, um, <laughs> went and took a whole load of like Nurofen off the shelves and he wasn't actually even a customer. He was like a thief and, um, and he like jumped over Actually, he came... I think I saw him in the aisles. Yeah, that's right. I, I was coming back from break, and I saw him in the aisles, and I asked if he was okay. And I think he was asking if we had any more, like, Nurofen and stuff like that. And I was like, I don't know. Like, no. And, like, I didn't follow it up, because he already had, like... I kid you not, like, 50 packets in his basket. 
Um, so yeah, so that was like bizarre. And then next thing I know, he was like running like up the um thing because I think he realized that like we like I went and told like security because that's like what you have to do, <laughs> and he like bolted up the ramp like the what's normally is the en- entrance ramp and like jumped over like the swinging like opening thing like to get in there and like ran out he dropped the basket so in the end he ran out of the store and without all the medic or without all the neurofin he was even trying to steal so it was just like so ridiculous well he did get some uh, but it wasn't that much yeah I think it was like inconsequential how much that's the biggest thing that people try and buy a lot of there like a lot of neurofin obviously now it's a bit different because um neurofin had to change their things and they can't like sell like all those different kinds of neurofin that they were selling the migraine and all that kind of stuff like they kind of got called out and they're the bs of that um so yeah so that was like what just one of like many things that happened at woolies um there's like just a lot of stuff like that uh, a lot of theft um <laughs> You know, it's just, like, that area. That was just what Woolies was. I was quite glad to get out of that job. First of all, pay was absolutely terrible. They pay you the minimum wage or maybe, like, a little bit more. But, like, they don't care. They just, like, want to keep it as cheap as possible because they have, like, the entire Woolworths Limited, like, group have to hire millions of people for all their stores. So they just didn't care if they paid, like, people, like, absolutely, like, rubbish um, fees. Which and I mean they abided by the minimum law, so like they they were being, what their actions are legal were they nice no but you know whatever, um so I got out of there and I started doing some work for my dad for his um building company, which actually doesn't necessarily operate anymore um but I was doing like administration stuff and bookkeeping that was pretty good I mean my dad and I kind of clash heads a bit as well just because we're both very similar um. But, like, I still do a lot of that. Oh, not a lot. I still do a bit of it now. And, like, it's it was a good job. Like, Dad always paid me really well. And I would, like, do, like, a lot of timesheeting and stuff like that. So it was, like, really good life skills to kind of learn. Um, and then I did a bit of work, like, for my mom where she works. Just, like, kind of, like, just helping her, like, with filing and stuff like that. Like, just really, like, inconsequential stuff. Um, and then... My next big job, I spent a year in a, um, oh, sorry, yawning. I spent a year in a restaurant around the corner from my house and, like, it was a great experience, but I will never work in hospitality again. I actually think that working in a restaurant was worse than working at Woolies. I got paid, like, enough money, like, that, that wasn't the problem with it. The problem was that customers were so rude. And at that time, we had, like, a lot of staff that, like, were changing and, like, it just, like, wasn't at, like, its peak. Like, we, did, we didn't have that many customers and it was just, like, it just wasn't functioning. It's the way that people had kind of expected it to, like, the restaurant. And so we had, like, a lot of customers that were just, like, constantly rude to us. And, like, I mainly worked as a waitress, but I would also kind of work as, like, it's not a made a D like so the way it works it's not the it's a bit like a, a sizzler actually if you guys have been to sizzler or something like that that's the best way to describe it so it wasn't like a um 
go in and sit at a table and someone someone will come over and take your order it was like go in you can find a table first no worries um place your order and then find your table and then people will bring it over like so it was um actually it was a bit like a canteen best way to describe it, it was like a canteen um yeah so it was uh pretty interesting one time I got called like a fat little toad like I wasn't even like involved like in that argument it was actually an argument between two customers and this guy who was very like he was kind of older um and kind of thought like he ruled the roost a bit like he was kind of like a regular and it was really rude to another customer um who just so happened to be gay and he was like calling him like derogatory terms and all this kind of stuff and the guy was carrying a bit of weight like myself obviously and like he was like pretty pretty rude about that kind of stuff um and obviously they kind of got into like a bit of a disagreement and I think I stepped in to be like you know you need to kind of calm down and then the guy like ended up just turning around like going off at me I had a lot a lot of customers would just go off at me for like no random reason or they'd like blame um me for food being bad and all that kind of stuff like I, I wasn't the cook but just because I was a person that took the order and was standing at the front like I was the one that got blamed and too like part of that was my own fault I would always like if there was a if there was a problem I would always like step in and so basically essentially I was doing the job of a manager except we didn't actually have managers there like that's that's like what it was and like I wasn't also getting paid um to be a manager so that was kind of like that and yeah consistently just having customers being like going off at you saying the food's terrible or whatever like that just like walking out like I didn't really have a problem with walking out without paying but walking out and leaving a mess oh that grinds my gears anyone that has um worked in hospitality will know that like people that leave a mess and particularly people with like young children it is like infuriating because we take them their food we like give them a high chair and stuff like that and then, like, some families will do it where they just, like, put the food directly on the high chair. Like, can I just say, we clean those high chairs. Obviously, like, we wipe them down. But they're like, don't do that. Like, it's so unhygienic. Like, oh, I, I wouldn't do it. I'd at least have, like, a the one of, like, the aluminium plates that we have. Just because, like, even if we wipe it down, like, and we, like, we put it through, like, the dishwasher and stuff like that, like, every night, like, the, the tray... But it's, like, still had, like, other kids' hands and stuff on it, like, beforehand, potentially. Like, it's still going to be, like, germs there, like, oh, so gross. But then, like, they let their kids, like, they give, give their kids, like, a, a pasta with, like, a tomato sauce. So they, like, put the pasta directly on the, like, the, the tray of, like, the, the baby seat. And then, so the pasta would go everywhere. And then, like, the other kids, like, be running crazy, like, around the restaurant or, like, the cafe. And there'd just be, like, a mess, like, all over the table. And, like, heaps of more glasses of water than they should have been. And, like, paper towels, like, serviettes that have been, like, putting the water glasses in. It was just, like, disgusting. Like, actually, like, picturing it now is just, like, awful to my mind. Like, I feel, like, sick. And, like, that was just, like, horrible trying to clean up. Like, and that's actually, did. that's genuinely the worst part. When people are so rude that they leave a mess and don't even try and clean it up before they, um, before they leave. Like, it's just, like, awful. Um, so that was kind of like working in a, in a restaurant. 
already wasn't too bad. I only stayed for a year, and then I just got the hell out of Dodge. Um, what was the other thing? Oh, yeah. So, my job after that, obviously, I spent time working for my parents again and stuff like that. Like, that was fine. That was, there was no, no good stories from there. Um, his tea goes cold really quickly. It's so disappointing. So, my next job, which is my current job, is, um, is working in a call centre is the best way to describe it, but, like, it's really confusing because, um, it's kind of, like, it's just a, it's a three-in-one, like, student services. So, I work at a um, educational institution. I will not name which one, but I work at, like, a, a tertiary institution, and, um, we work in what is called, like, a student centre, so, like, a student services, like, all those kinds of things, like, where basically you can go in, you can speak to a staff member, um, or you can call up, or you can send an online inquiry. So, when I started, I did a lot of online inquiries. A lot of those would be from international students, uh, so that would always be quite funny, like, my favourite ones that we get were either like, how do I apply? Like, just look at the website. Can you find this course for me? Um, no, don't be lazy. You're going into tertiary education. Do it yourself. Or a couple that we've had and they've been recurring more recently have been like... Oh, you're right there, dog. Not even my dog, someone's barking. Um, they'd be like, people who are inquiring about studying at the university... An Australian university, an English-speaking university, and would be writing their inquiry in a different language, and quite often their inquiry would be asking about the English like language requirements, because obviously to study in Australia, you need like a certain level of um English in order to be able to actually just even succeed. Um, and so, um, yeah, so like I think there was like, a few that came in that were like in like I think like Spanish and stuff like that asking about like how to study at the university so we would have to send in, uh, send thing back being like um sorry but like we actually genuinely like can't understand you or we could like we could put it through google translate but like they can't do an Australian speaking like tertiary institution like kind of got to speak English like why don't you just start right off the bat with your inquiry so <laughs> those are the funniest then I take, like, a lot of phone calls, which is why my voice is like this, because I've been taking phone calls all week. Um, and that's just, like, at the moment, it's kind of pretty mundane stuff. I've had, like, parents, because um, a lot of parents call up and be like, why didn't my kid get into that course? Like, don't you want to take them? And it's like, well, we don't actually necessarily decide, like, yes, we, like, said, like, um, ATARs. Obviously, like, we accept that course, like, minimum ATARs, but, like, we don't like pick and choose like there's so many people that would come in like they would apply for the for the course and so like I had one call that was um it started out being the applicant and their friends had gotten offers and they hadn't and all this kind of stuff and then it just suddenly switched to being the parent and it ended up with the parent basically saying you know my kid was offered into these other offered places into these other amazing universities if you don't want to take him then like screw you and I was just like trying to placate them be like I'm you know I understand your frustration and they just hung up like just like hung up the phone like didn't even like care 
Um, <laughs> I've had a few of like ones like that. Just people being like, why didn't I get in? And then like, if they didn't get in, and like, because I can't tell them necessarily either. You can't say, oh, you didn't get in because like you didn't get the mark or whatever like that. Like, if they didn't get the mark, they're kind of going to know. Um, but like, a lot of them would be people just getting so mad at me. Like, well, you should take me. Like, I'm a good student. It's like, I'm sure you are. It's like, but I just can't. Like, it's like, I don't make those decisions. And then I, I just spent the past day um, on Friday training in a front of house which is essentially like when you go into like a New South Wales service centre or like any of those kinds of things it's like government institutions where you go into like do your tax or to launch like lodge Medicare and all that kind of stuff like um it's just like basically sitting there dealing with people's inquiries um face to face and a lot of that's been pretty tame I haven't really had anything exciting yet but I've only done one day so you know there's more that can come so yeah that's that's all my jobs I've had so if we're gonna count it up I've had one babysitting is one woolies two uh worked for my parents three four uh restaurant five uh, nannying will just sort of so I've had six jobs in like since I've been technically since I've been 13 but really I've had six jobs since I've been 15 and I'm 20 so six jobs in five years I'm, I'm on a on a streak um so yeah, so anyway, so that's kind of just a bit of a story about my jobs and some of the fun stuff that's happened. If you want to hear more about certain jobs and the stories that have happened, um, let me know in the comments below if you're on YouTube or, um, you know, on the YouTube or, or the Instagram or Facebook page, like, or tweet me actually too, tweet me, um, I think it's, I think it's Gracie Mitchell, Grace Laura Mitch, one of those things, be like, Grace, tell us about your time at Woolworths, we want to hear more amazing stories, because I do have more stories in the bank, I just have to remember them. And I can't remember them at the moment. Um, so, yeah, anyway, I hope you enjoyed this episode. As always, subscribe, um, like, give us a rating if you're on podcast. And I will see you guys next week. Bye.